Welcome to A Positive Spin, a well-being podcast without all the BS. Are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what I, we haven't done this in so long? And then you're like, some oh. of the S, some oh, of the S, some, some, of, the some S. of the S. Oh my God. I'm Kate Barron. <laughs> and I'm Sarah, Sarah Stardrick. <laughs> <laughs> this is, see, I had one, I think I had one good opening that we did where I actually got it. No, I like this. And I was waiting for you to do that. other, wait, to fuck up? Yep. Yeah, so you're like my mother. <laughs> Just waiting for me to fuck up all the time. I don't know why. I honestly don't know. But I feel like I've nailed this opening once. No, we haven't, we haven't done this in a little while. It's been a while because you've been on your honeymoon. Yep. And been loving Sri Lanka. Yes. Fuck, I'm so jealous. Every photo you and Phil posted, I just wanted to hijack a plane and go over there. It was pretty amazing. It was a really, really amazing special what place. What was the best part? Hmm. Probably go it we we went on safari, but it was it ended up being a private safari. I mean we didn't book a private safari, we just booked a safari at yeah. like the camp that we were staying at and uh, at the safari camp we were staying at and they were like, Well, nobody's here yet, so if you guys want to go, it's just the two of you. And we were like, Fuck yeah, it is. Oh, that's awesome. So we got to see a lot of really cool animals. Yeah. Which was kind of amazing and be right by them. Yeah. And um, the best part was we always joke that Phil's an animal whisperer because animals love him. Really? And he does have a gentle disposition about him. He does. He totally does. And uh, and we had stopped and there was this family of elephants and they were just kind of chilling. And the girl came right up to our car, which is stopped at that point. Like it's really silent and beautiful. And she's pulling all these weeds of the ground, like chewing them in front of me. How did you tell it was a girl? Um... Our guide told us. Oh, it's like it didn't have a giant elephant dick? No, I couldn't. You can't. There's too much hanging. I wouldn't be able to see. (laughs) But typically, though, typically the men, so the big mamas or the grandmothers, they're a matriarchal species. Yeah, yeah. And typically the men are off on their own. So if you've ever seen an individual elephant, it's a man. He was with the pack, though. Typical. I know, right? Yeah. And then the girl was chilling right by me, and I, like, put my hand out. I was like, maybe she'll sniff me and remember me forever, but she didn't. She was like, I'm having my snack, bitch, and then she peaced. Yeah. And then a man, a male- Aren't you afraid she's gonna, like, bite your hand? With what? Her fucking trunk? Well, I don't know how they- I don't know. No. They're so- I mean, if I'd gone, ran out of the vehicle and been like, I'm coming for your babies, then they would have killed me, for sure. Trampled me. With reason. Right. Exactly. Because they feel threatened. But no, just my hand. They were totally cool. Then she left and there was a male coming towards and Phil goes, hi, mate. And he literally came (laughs) right up to our truck, snuggled into Phil. What? And rested his whole body on our vehicle. Our guide's eyes burst out of his face. He was like, what the fuck is happening? Really? And I have a picture where it's like the vehicle and Phil and just this massive eye and gray in the back because it's just his skin it was pretty amazing that's so cool yeah it was um yeah we, can I don't phil know. help me find a husband can he be like a do man do you want an elephant part? husband you want the well, elephant man big trunk <laughs> <laughs> like shit that's cool phil would only be your wingman if you're into bestiality no i'm good yeah i felt like so good um, yeah, it was really cool. It did was he, amazing. Does he want, would he ever work with animals or like want to do something like that? 
I don't think so. He likes animals. I think he's grown to like animals more since. Because of you? Because of me. Because yeah. I'm an animal psycho. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's weird. Like we were supposed to take care of my landlady's cats, but I'm terrified of cats and she has like 12. Yeah. And I went in to feed them and was like, here, pussy, pussy. Like didn't know what to <laughs> do. You became an old do. Ukrainian woman <laughs> as soon as you went in there. Here, pussy, pussy. I have meat for you. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And there's one in the corner like, <sighs> and all its fur is on end. And I was like, fuck this. And I ran out of the house and I was like, Phil, you're feeding those goddamn cats. So he'd been in there for a while. And I was like, what is he doing? Maybe they killed him too. And I went in and he was literally, this cat is so chill with him. His heckles are down and Phil's patting him in the corner. And then the cat sees me and everything raises. And he's like, bye, but I don't think he likes you. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, he likes you. So that's cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway, Sri Lanka was amazing. Super hot. Sun like I've never felt in my life. When I just burned to a crisp there. Oh, yeah. Like I've yeah. lived in the Middle East. I've lived in the jungle in Central America and I have never Wait, felt Wait, what? Are like you like this. Mowgli? Like how did you live in the jungle? <laughs> I lived in a little hut. <laughs> yeah. Wrapped in mosquito netting. Your parents netting. dropped you off and you found your way back? Totally. Malaria pills mm. all you the way. sniffed out the bagels and made your way back? No, I, uh, I, uh, fuck. Oh my God. Do you know what a Jew, a North American Jew I am? By the end of the trip, I was looking at Phil being like, these curry farts are insane. All I want is a bagel and cream cheese. <laughs> Someone give me a bagel and cream cheese. <laughs> No bagels and cream cheese in Sri Lanka. Uh, no, I did a, a biology course and I lived in uh, Costa Rica for five weeks. Six oh, weeks. cool. Um, li- I, but, anyway, but, whatever. Yeah. We were stationed there for a while. And yes, I've never felt sun like in South Asia. It is mentally insane. But it was a beautiful country with beautiful people. That was actually the positive thing that I yeah. wanted to talk about was like, these people endured a 30-year civil war. It's a developing country. Like, mm-hmm. you smile at a lot of people, and there's, like, collectively seven teeth amongst 12 oh of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're just so laid back and generous and kind and warm, and they all smile and wave at you, and just nice people, and, like, even to each other. Like, the, yeah. the, the, like because it's funny, it gets confusing. When we first arrived, like, four in the morning, we're so fucked up from 20 hours of flying. And this, uh, our cab driver stopped, pulled over to the side of the road, paid for us to have like coconuts plucked and shucked and whatever. And we were like drinking them and eating them and he wouldn't Shit. let us pay for them. Wow. And then Phil was, I was like, this is so nice. And he's like, totally. It's really nice. He's also working for his tip. Right. I, like, I would assume yeah. there's some sort of like roofie in the coconut water. No, it was like this dude like scaled a tree, plucked them out, stuck a straw in it and was like, I a ball on. Welcome to our country. That's fucking cool. It was. It was quite cool. But you never know where there's that selfish incentive yeah, yeah. for a tip. And I was just thinking how we uh, we had a guide take us to this like kind of hidden waterfall. And we got there and there was a group of like four dudes playing on a drum, like smoking. I don't know what the fuck they rolled up drinking something just hanging out yeah and our guide didn't bring any swimming trunks or whatever so they like watched our stuff and they gave him a pair of swimming trunks and oh i'd be like watch your stuff stupid tourists like they watch they watch his stuff he like were you at all like were you at all like we're gonna get robbed 
150%. Yeah. But I, like, hovered like... a little. I hovered, for sure. And took yeah. turns with Phil. Like, we all, like, the guide would hang out. But they ended up being really nice people. Yeah. It was like, how fast can you run barefoot through this forest? Uh, if you grew up in it? That's true. That's true. Pocahontas feet. Yeah. But anyway, they were so nice to him. They gave him extra spare shorts. And it just, like, it felt like a real communal vibe that I feel like we don't have in North America. Yeah. Um. So that well, was Well, look just... at me right away. I'm like, you'd steal the shit. You poison them with the coconut, and then you steal their <laughs> shit. <laughs> but that's because we like, have welcome to Welcome to our country, motherfucker. Yeah, that's what we have to think here, where yeah. they, as they really, they're not, I guess, as insular. Like, they weren't on their phones. They were out at a waterfall beating a drum, hanging out on a Saturday. Who does that? But, like, yeah, who does that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But they, they mean, were nice guys. They were good I'm guys. I'm sure you can find someone fucking beating a drum by a pond <laughs> here somewhere. Yeah, but they're are those messed the guys up. <laughs> Okay. Shit, man. That was my positive <laughs> vibe. What happened? What, like ha- what have you seen or done that's been positive since I've been gone? Um, I went, uh, I spent like 72 hours wedding dress shopping with my sister. And the positive thing was that I didn't go on a murder spree afterwards. Oh, I was going to say you're like immediately a candidate for a Nobel Prize. Yeah. It was long and there were a lot of other brides and mothers there and it's just a lot. Wedding dress, wedding dress stores are a lot. The shot, like, it's just, it's a lot. And you get champagne? Nope. None <gasps> of them would allow us to drink it. We, what do you mean we, allow? Don't they present you with no, it? No. We, like, brought our own champagne. And, and I've done a couple where they have with other friends, but we had um, brought Prosecco and stuff, but they wouldn't allow us to drink it. They would allow us to take photos, which is something that no one's ever done before, is, like, allowing us to take photos. But it was just, like, a little bit, it was a lot. It was a lot to handle, and... And then, like I told you, the why wouldn't you be able to take pictures? Not the Sistine Chapel. No, I. Do you say the Sixteenth Chapel? Sixteenth. I heard Sixteenth. You, you know, I know it's not Sixteenth. <laughs> I've been. <laughs> um. No, a lot of them don't allow you to take it because of like designers and blah blah blah. Like they wouldn't. Like I went to some and they're like, "Don't take any photos." Like they freak out. And I'm like, it's she's in her fucking dress. Like, Aren't you supposed to see fashion? I don't. It's, really they're understand. really weird about. It. Anyway, all these, all them allowed us to take photos and stuff, but it was just, it was a lot. And then another family was there, and the daughter was trying on dresses, who was like probably in her twenties, and her parents were there, and her parents asked me if I was the mother of the bride to my older sister, <laughs> and I wanted to simultaneously kill myself, fuck her husband, and tell her daughter that I was going to ruin her life. <laughs> are you, are, is it, are you the great grandmother of the bride? Yeah, yeah. I'm a ghost. I've actually been dead for 50 years and I'm here to haunt your daughter's wedding. See you there. People think that I'm the older sibling between my sister and I, and she's 35. Meaning it's because we've they had think a I'm fun 40. life and we've really lived. And also I had no sleep and had no makeup on. And so I get it. I looked pretty bad. You don't look like you gave birth to Allie. <laughs> to a 36-year-old yeah, woman. Yeah. Oh, my God. I Some was people like, are just so stupid. But the real good deed that we did was my brother and I were offering a lot of constructive feedback to other brides trying on dresses. <laughs> Actually constructive? It, well, I mean, we told them when they looked bad. <laughs> Except this one girl, she had a rockin' body. She was really pretty. And what did you just put in your mouth? You went to go take a sip of something and then your face was just It was water horror. and I don't know how many orifices I was aiming at, but I think I got at least three. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And continue. none of them were on your upper half yeah. of your body. No. <laughs> just douching over here. Just don't mind me. Well, I'm telling my story <laughs> about some princess in her gown. Whatever. Anyway. 
These bitches, I tell you. The worst part is seeing someone who's got like a rock and bod, who's like this gorgeous girl, and she chooses this old fashioned gross dress because like she's like, Oh well my fiance is very conservative and I'm like, Well, he sounds like an asshole and wear something that makes you look <laughs> fucking hot. You're young and hot. I don't think it's gonna last by looking at your mom. So why don't you wear something <laughs> hot now? There's also like conservative gowns that are like have a nice deep V in the back or like or well, a yeah, little and she snug. tried on this backless one that was gorgeous and my brother and I were like, oh, yeah. And we're over in the corner and we're like, oh, oh. And then she, the one she chose was like gross. And anyway, it was like, anyway, that was my good duty was that I was a good sister. My brother flew out for it. We dedicated our entire weekend. I canceled everything except for bridal shopping. We did find the dress. She said yes to Yay. a dress. Um, and it was just, it was a lot. So I feel like that was a very good sister, good bridesmaid thing to do. Totally. I feel like I saved my sister hours of pain. It also made me not want to ever wear a wedding dress. Cause they're like, most of them are pretty gross. Yeah. They're pretty tacky. It's the most, sorry, Allie, the most dated (laughs) tradition of like, let's step it up. There are a lot of designers that are doing. Yeah. And Allie's dress I love. I actually, I love it. And when I think about it, like I love it and she looks beautiful in it, but so many of them are like, what the fuck? And when would you ever think a dress that looks like that would ever be something you should wear in public? But all of a sudden, because it's your wedding day, wedding day, you can look like a demented cupcake. Like it's so fucking weird and the worst part is is like that's what you've been programmed to want to look like on your wedding day yeah. from day dot yeah yeah oh, i don't Jesus. know it's not for me anyway. you know i wore black yeah which is like Fuck my shit. oh yeah 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 100 yeah. percent. but then it like i loved it i loved your dress because it was just it was sexy it was young it was you it was just like it was I sound like I'm really coming on to you yeah. right now. It was two hundred dollars. Yeah, which yeah. is it's cheap like you. Yes, exactly. Black like my soul. Black et cetera, like your et cetera. soul, etc. etc. Et a little frayed around the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Smelled a little weird. <laughs> it's a little aggressive. A little, you know, some little things. But anyway, so that was that wedding dress shopping. Holy shit. That's awesome. It's I over. Hi- Thank I highly God. don't recommend it. <laughs> You're not going to remember next year. You just black out and suppress it like child molestation. Oh like I never went. I was never yeah. there. No, no, at all. They have like Nothing a support group for Kleinfeld. Um, yeah, fuck. Okay. Uh, hit me with some positive news. I, I feel like there's been such, so much terrible news. I, I actually struggled a lot. News. I Did struggled you? a lot trying to find this. Okay. But I did find this really cool thing. And why I have some, there's something inside of me that feels like I've, we've talked about this before. I really hope not. Um, so there's a dementia village. No. Oh my god. Do you I'm have so the same one? I found this. No, I have it as an extra thing just to talk to you about okay. it because you did the dementia grocery store. I did the dementia grocery have store. This, okay, talk about it. So, talk okay. about it. So it's a dementia yeah. village, and this one is just outside of Amsterdam. Can you even imagine how? Fuck that village would be sorry. How fun it would be. Are you kidding? There's like corner stores and restaurants. No one knows what's going on anywhere at any time. How amazing. Could you imagine like you go into like the little dementia village nightclub and there's people partying and just like having a drink and walking away from no it or whatever. No, like whatever though. And they have like fake restaurants, fake grocery stores and where it's like real stuff. You can go and do grocery shopping there. You can go. So it still feels like a whole, it's kind of like. So wait, why is it? So I didn't read enough about it. I saw the title and got excited to tell you about it. Oh, it's so What makes cool. it a dementia village? So 
have you ever been to like one of those old pioneer villages? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's like when you go there and you're in this sort of, it's on this one piece of property that's all gated. But the actual village itself, they have like a, a ye old timey bakery and like a blacksmith and all that kind right. of stuff. So think that, but real people live there and there's a grocery store, there's a cafe, there's like a, a little corner store, there's a newspaper stand. So all of those places look like, so it's kind of like a movie set okay, where it's like this pretend place, but people live there. The actual people live there. So in their head, this is just the town they live in. Right. But it's actually all self-contained. So there's this place in Amsterdam. There's 152 residents. There's one and two story places. And it's a place where they can just like live this sort of normal life. What makes it normal though and more accessible? Like are the bakers actually nurses? Like I don't really. Yeah. So everyone there, it's sort of like everyone is in on it. I think kind so of the, the Truman thing. Show. It's a little Truman Showy. That is exactly what Weird. it is. So they can't, it's like a courtyard like premise. There's a, a, a town square with a water fountain and benches and and then they go there and so they think they're just like going for a walk through the town for the day, but they're all within their community and so it's completely safe. So when they are thinking they're going to go out and wander, because so many of these places, and I don't know if you know people who have been in like old age homes yeah, or yeah. those facilities and I have, and I know I have had families in them and it's, they're one fucking depressing yeah. as shit. And when they have dementia, it's really difficult because you need to keep them secluded to an area. So that usually means we have like locked doors that require key cards and codes right. to get through because it's just a danger, right? They yeah. can walk, you know, out and get hit by a car or something. Like it's yeah. genuinely dangerous. So this allows them to sort of have that freedom to be out without locking them into such a small little area, like their little common room and just their bedroom. That gets so boring and it doesn't matter if you have dementia or not, no one could be sane living in the same four walls for years and years, right? So this allows them to go outside, walk around, have a little bit of freedom, but the whole time they're being monitored, they're being watched, and it's... um That's they, amazing. Yeah, it's just, they say it takes a lot of stress off family members, and so people who have um, dementia, they're just, who, like, it's, because it's hard to manage that. And so... Well, yeah, they, because could, they, they have these, like... Like, my grandmother, they have these almost, like, delusions of grandeur. Um, yeah. Like, my grandmother thought that she was having sex with a handsome black man, and then we realized that the janitor was a nice-looking black man, and that my grandmother had just, like, decided in her, like, 83 years dementia, bloated feet, that they were fucking. Good for her. Right? But, I mean, like, everything's taken out of context. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows what they think that they're capable of and what risk that puts them at. But yeah. this way, it's just a completely controlled environment for them to have some freedom. Exactly. So it's just completely controlled. And it's just like, it's, so it's, it's trying to give them as much as possible, like this kind of normal life. And, and then, so people have said that like, there have been accusations that they're kind of duping residents, but they said like, no, it's a real society here. We've set it up. This is what it is. Like what makes it any less real if they don't actually take cash for the goods at the little store? Slash who gives a shit when your other life. option is to be in some depressing retirement home? It will, exactly. And it's like they, it's, you know, they're not telling stories. They're not trying to dupe them, but it's like giving them this opportunity. And I think it's fucking cool. Like, People openly try to dupe themselves when they go to Disneyland. They have, like, the old-timey area and everywhere. It's fucking fun. 
to pretend you're in this old weird Toontown village. Yes, and except shit. I think what they're they're saying is in they're this not situation. Aware of it. Exactly. No, I get that, but it's like I don't know. But so, who cares? Yeah. So I look awesome. and I'm like, is this coming to Canada? And it is, <gasps> which is so fucking cool because the Netherlands, as we know, does everything ahead of us. Yeah, I would never think it would come here. So it's first community is coming i don't think it's the same one but it's like a version of it is but it just BC? like at the end of february it is bc of course it is it's bc it's going to langley it's called the village so it's six single story cottage style homes and a community center the village will be home to 78 people with dementia so which is an umbrella term that uh includes people suffering from alzheimer's degenerative brain diseases aging care and a lot of people think as well when they think dementia they don't think about younger people with brain diseases or issues Mm. of like uh you know if they've had something happen to them and they've had traumatic brain injuries that is like a a young person that you don't want to stick them in like an older care facility where they can't have any sort of life at all this is just sort of a different option the renderings look amazing so it's like being developed to look like a really cool community. Beautiful. Amongst a lot of greenery. Amongst a lot of greenery. And it's going to be on an old elementary school site. And they're they're going to finish sort of their aiming for spring of 2019. So they just said well, it makes it different because they can stop. They can walk their dog. You can have pets there. Unlike regular uh, facilities that they would go to. Walk your dog. Have a coffee. Go to a shop. Go get a haircut. Go to the little hair salon. Go meet your friend at the cafe and then head home. And how fucking cool is that? So I really like it. So that's my thing. That is amazing. And I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't want mind living in one of those. No, I was just I would fucking thinking. live in one right now. Can yeah, you imagine exactly. If you could live in one of those and like everything was free, but you got to live in like a Truman Show style thing. I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. But- Did you have that as a child when you watched the Truman Show and then afterwards you were like, hold up. No, I was Can like, I touch this people guy? would be so lucky to see my every move. Oh my God. <laughs> of course that was you. And I was paranoid in the shower. Like, what is that? What is that for sure? Someone's no, watching I'm pretty sure right I would now. like walk by a mirror and be like, hey, and do like a double gun it or something. <laughs> what up? Good looking. Hey everyone. Shout out to my fans. And no, and my mom's like, shut up. No one's watching you. <laughs> like they pay you to say that mom. I know they do. Oh my God, mom. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. So what's yours? Yeah. What do you got? Okay. So uh, it was a BBC article about a woman who advertised on Craigslist. Oh God, I'm already so nervous. For a man to get her pregnant, Uh and then they fell in love. Okay, so listen yeah. to the okay. story. This is so crazy. So basically this... And now she has citizenship. <laughs> no, it's no. Crazy. No, no. <laughs> like, we haven't heard from her in a while. Yeah. She might be in a body bag. No. So this woman was... I guess she was about 30 and she was with some guy who didn't want to have kids and she was like, see you later. And then she started dating some guy and they were trying to get pregnant and he, they went to go see what the problem was. She was fine. He had a million fertility issues and she was like, he just broke down. And I was like, see ya buddy. I want to get pregnant. Cause she's saying like, I don't want to go through IVF. Obviously she like, the goal is to get pregnant, yeah. not to make a person with the specific man. Well, yeah, Bless no him. shit. Yeah, no. I know, but it's so oh, sad. Oh, his dick's broken. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. I'm not going through IVF for you, motherfucker. Jesus. She goes, I don't use a turkey baster for cooking. Why am I going to use one for getting pregnant? Oh, fuck. Like, what a stupid Is bitch. that how they do that? Anyway, One so, that's so disrespectful of women who suffer from fertility issues. Totally. And... That, that was... This was her quote, okay? Well, also, I don't think the most classy because... I her baby's ugly. You know what the advertisement read? 
safe bareback baby making. What the <laughs> fuck? Anyone who's going to read Craigslist for an ad like that and be like, I found it. This is the one. Do <laughs> you want to have a kid with that fucking nut job? So Ben said that. It's like too crazy. Oh my God. The potential father needed to be over five foot nine, under 40 and prepared to have an STD test. So at least she was had the wherewithal to re- like to request that. Oh my God. Um, Anyway, yeah, she was just saying that, like, this guy, I don't even know how this works Couldn't because... You just go to a club and fuck somebody without a condom and get pregnant? So she said that that was obviously an option as well, and the one that her friends kind of pushed towards her. And she said that that wasn't guaranteed that, A, they were going to want to co-parent because she wanted a partner in it, and B... And Craigslist... If yeah. you really want a great co-parent, Craigslist is where they say to go. If you want a broken couch with jizz stains on it Jesus or a co-parent, Christ. go to Craigslist. Maybe, yeah, she should just rub her crotch <laughs> on an old couch from Craigslist. She'd probably get instantly pregnant on the residual. <laughs> oh, shit. So she found this guy and... She said that, like, he was 33. He also lived in London. He said he'd had some disastrous relationships, but he loved being an uncle and wanted children of his own. How that wasn't a massive red flag. And she was like, yep, let's fuck. Anyway, the, whole, the thing is, is, like, it was what an insane like? story. I mean, it well, doesn't they don't, matter what... They don't have a picture. I know, it doesn't matter what they look like, but I just want to see this woman. <laughs> but, I mean, I do too, and him, and the kid. But anyway, the point is, is that, like, it was a totally ridiculous idea she could have been like murdered in the process. I'm on. Yeah. My, I'm on a mind hunter. I told you I'm on watching mind yeah, hunter right now, yeah. and I'm so pretty good. sure everyone's gonna murder everybody. But yeah, they ended up meeting up and having this baby and falling in love, and they're like a happy family as a of right fucked now. Fucked up family, right? It but like it. but it was a it was kind of a, it was a kind of a cool story. Like it's not where I mean, you expect to find love. Yeah, I don't even know how this, I feel about that. I she feel, goes, I don't think you can get what you want by sitting there patiently and waiting for it to land in your lap. And it's like, no, you should ask for safe bareback baby making yeah. on a Craigslist <laughs> and make that shit happen. Oh, my God. So, okay, so then I was like, what are other unlikely love stories? Yeah, okay. So a really nice one I found was that a Boston Marathon bombing survivor ended up falling in love and marrying the nurse that I've helped him. i heard about that. I love so that. So I thought that was really beautiful. Okay, I love how you compare bareback baby making <laughs> to a terrorism survivor falling in love with the nurse who helped him get healthy. I'm not, I'm finding the common thread, which okay. is unlikely love stories. It's a stories. fucking loose thread, but. Do you want to know, do you want to yeah. know the best though? The yeah. one that I didn't, okay, so I, I know this is the third, but I no, had to. No, I don't to. care, I love Okay. A man, a woman with two vaginas ended up marrying a man with two penises. Shut. No, shut up. She had three legs, four tits, and two vaginas and made and made a living as a high class. And a partridge in a pear tree. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? So she found out about a man born with three legs and two penises. It says and, and obviously arranged to meet him obviously well i mean who knows what you're going through better than this guy to dig joe over here right so they both have tell me you have pictures of these people. yeah i do i do oh my god so this is him one oh this is like oh jesus so this is from the 1800s yeah okay i was expecting un- like an instagram photo <laughs> and these are like old grainy <laughs> like circus photos i was literally expecting it to be like Hashtag blast found my soulmate. <laughs> like, Amongst all the limbs and holes, <laughs> yeah. we found each other. 
Um, oh my god. Anyway, yeah, I mean, like, it was from a long time ago, but I just thought it was pretty cool that she was like, yep, two dicks, two peas, let's go. So you have... <laughs> two dicks, two peas, Can we two just go over what you have for unlikely love stories? Yeah. <laughs> you have uh, bareback baby making mixed with Boston terrorism and nurse mixed with circus people from the 1800s with yeah. three dicks or I would whatever, just like to correct legs. you here she was a high class hooker okay she was sorry. not a circus freak I'm sorry Ugh. I just thought it was kind of amazing also the <laughs> fact that having two dicks is like a thing it's called defalia I'm that's one thing I've never encountered me neither but I not do know someone two guy. vaginas hey what <laughs> Damn, I ruined your joke. Damn it, Sarah. I was going to say, I, I know a woman who has two vaginas, but I've never had the courage to be like, is it too Wait, on the know, outside? you know a woman with two vaginas? Yes, but I don't know if it's just because vagina is the inner part, right? So I don't know if she just has two holes on the inside or if she has two like clams on the outside. And I, I've never been able to ask. I actually saw that once on like Dr. Phil, I feel like some girl, because when they, she was doing like an exam, the doctor was doing an exam, and I guess it was like one whatever i don't even this is so we sound so fucking stupid right now it's fine one like outside hole <laughs> but then it was like kind of like a fork in the road when you go right, outside right and you right take a left or right right depending on what the riddle told you one of those grandiose staircases yeah <laughs> and so what could she not could she not get pregnant was no i think she i think she could I, I think how did the baby know which tube to go down oh cesarean for sure but then what if he you, I, I don't know if she had like two uteruses or what. I don't know. Who anyway. knows? Okay. I'm done this line. Yep. Of, I'm done this line of conversation. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Inter- real interesting stuff you got I there. thought I'd come back with a bang. Whew. That was a lot. The bareback baby making. Fuck, man. I do want to see them. We'll see? I Good for them. I mean, everyone needs love, right? <laughs> so good for them. I support that. This is about, we're being positive. Yes. I we're support. empowering Crazy women everywhere. I support that a woman went out after what she wanted. She did it her way. And she got a baby. And that's what she did. Yep. Okay. Good okay. For her. Give us your throwaway. Um, a throwaway is that uh, in the UK, there was a giant traffic jam. Um, and there was a delivery driver with a big truck full of baked goods. But there was a huge traffic jam and I think a storm. That was going to go on a very long time and all of the baked goods were basically going to spoil. So the delivery truck driver, it's from a British bakery chain called Greg's. Yeah. You know Greg's? Oh yeah. Okay. He opened his truck and just started handing out free donuts and cakes to everyone who was stranded and stuck on the road. So I just thought it was like a cool thing because he just wanted to be like... He wanted to be like the hero, you know, to them. Or not even like a hero. He just wanted to be the good guy and do the right thing. Uh, but he actually worried that he might get in trouble for handing out all the pastries mm. because what is he... supposed to throwing in the garbage? Well, I know he gave them all the people and then he was kind of afraid that the company would be like, yo, what the fuck? Like that's actually like, you're giving shit away. They actually loved it because it was such good. It got like went viral, I guess in the UK. Oh, they got, got such good press. Such good press from it and because, and they needed the good press. And here's my favorite part of the story. The reason they needed the good press is because there was a controversy Around Christmas, when they set up a um, nativity scene, but oh, replaced really? the baby Jesus with a sausage roll. <laughs> I was like, that is one baby Jesus that I get on board with. That is amazing. So then it like redeemed 
Greg's oh because this delivery truck driver did that. God. Can I please? Oh my, we, we have to tell Phil that he loves Greg's. Does he? Oh yeah. And so like, yeah, it says UK uh, chain apologizes for UK for using a sausage <laughs> roll as baby Jesus in Nativity Saint. Um, and oh, here is hilarious. the picture of it. And there's a bite out of it. <laughs> it's golden brown. And wasn't, he born in the desert? It. So, okay, what's your throwaway? <laughs> okay, so this uh, this man named Todd Crendel is fifty years old. Bareback baby maker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bareback baby maker Tom Crendel. No, Todd. Oh shit. <laughs> we don't know. Um, so he used to be an addict. Uh, addicted to alcohol, heroin, crack, like some serious shit. All the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. And now it says he's crossed the finish line in 28 Ironmans, 42 half Ironmans, and two Ultramans. Show off. I know. It was kind of amazing. Um, But the thing that makes it a little bit different, because I feel like it's not unusual for... I mean, it sounds like opposite ends of the spectrum, like going from being addicted to crack to being addicted to running or whatever it yeah. is. But it's, it's like, a, yeah. Like, it's all it's, addiction. It's an addiction, right? Yeah. Um, but the thing that sort of separates him from the pack is that, um, so he's now married and a father of four, and it said that that inspired him to start the nonprofit Racing for Recovery. Um, so he was saying that, like, he wants to be able to take his life experiences and help other people who can't seem to get themselves out of a rut or who haven't thought about using exercise as yeah. a way to um, channel their frustrations or their addictions, etc. So, yeah, now he's helping other addicts show them what can do what you can do when you're not doing drugs. And I thought it was pretty cool. That is cool. What about the people that show you what you know? I'm so dumb. I don't even know why I'm like what, trying to show you up, what like, to be do. Like, Drugs are cool. <laughs> Crack is awesome. No, no, just kidding. Just, Have you seen that? I watched that last night when Tom Segura was talking about his guy that uh, his driver to the airport, and he's saying how he does crack occasionally. No, he's I don't like even... everything's good for you in moderation. He's like, no, I'm pretty sure they say that about chocolate and pizza. They're not like what? you even... do crack only once in a while, man. Well, I was in an an Uber once, no joke, and I'm in the Uber, and I'm with my friend, and we're headed to a party, and the driver starts talking about his ex-girlfriend, like, whatever, she was crazy, I dated her for three months before I even knew she had a kid, and then I find out she does crack on Wednesdays. (laughs) What? She specifically chooses, who is she such a moderate crack user? She's like, she hump day, says, baby. Hump day. I'm going to get my crack on. Like, like whips out the pipe. What? <laughs> she, like, is totally addicted to, but only on Wednesdays. I was like, I guess I respect her. She's going to do a TED Talk soon, for sure. That is a TED Talk waiting to happen. Oh, my God. It was the funniest thing. And then my friend texted me because she was like, this guy's nuts. He was also going, like, 90 miles an hour in a 60s. Zone, like <laughs> weaving in and out of traffic, and we're like, we're gonna die in this Uber. And I thought and we're taking his word for exactly that. Yeah. Like, and yeah, for sure, crack she, on Wednesday. My phone goes, and he goes, Don't record me! Don't record what I'm saying. Cranks up the volume of the radio so it's blasting, and it's like, and then we're just driving this car, speeding through traffic, and we get out, and we're like, Thanks to the ride man, and he's like, Don't record me, and then he leaves, and we're like, Um, four stars? like so nuts oh my god but But that's cool good for him good for tom todd todd (laughs) 
T-O-double-D, man. T-O-double-D. Doing it. Okay. Oh, uh, we're doing it, Sarah. We out here. We're trying. That's all That's all it's about, guys. Just uh, Let's just try and do our best. Let's all try. And only do crack on Wednesdays. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Don't forget to subscribe.